Psalm 8 and verse 1. And uh, the main, main scriptures begins in verse 2, but we're going to read verse 1 again here tonight in just a moment. Uh, when I was a little boy, I didn't have a lot of compassion for ants. Uh, I would step on them. I would squish them with my thumb. I'd brush them off without a thought. Uh, sometimes I'd take them in my fingers. Some of y'all are judging me now. Sometimes I'd take them in my fingers and I'd see what would happen if I rubbed them together like that. I just really didn't have any compassion whatsoever for ants. Um, I'm quite a bit bigger than an ant. And then I recognized that my life was not, not all that affected if I stepped on an ant. Um, and, and so I just didn't have a whole lot of compassion for them. Now, when you think of the greatness of God, how awesome He is, how mighty He is, how big He is, how small we are, it's amazing that He doesn't treat us like ants. But the Bible says that God loves us and delights in us and is involved in our lives. Um, and and that's, that's amazing when you think of the greatness of who He is. He is good to us. And the scripture we're going to look at today, it's contrasting. We talked last week about the greatness of God. Uh, these are reasons we can praise God. We praise Him for His greatness. But we also see here that he is talking about the goodness of God. How God, in all of his greatness, despite his greatness, he loves us. And he's good to us. Uh, and that truly is amazing. And it's something that we should worship him and praise him for um, and, and recognize in our daily lives. And so um, the title of my message is Amazed by his greatness. And look with me at verse 1. Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your name throughout the earth. You have covered the heavens with your majesty. From the mouths of infants and nursing babies, you have established a stronghold uh, on account of your adversaries in order to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I observe your heavens, the work of your fingers... The moon and the stars which you set in place, what is a human being that you remember him? A son of man that you look after him. You made him little less than God and crowned him with glory and honor. You made him ruler over the works of your hands. You put everything under his feet, all the sheep and oxen, as well as the animals in the wild, the birds of the sky and the fish of the sea that pass through the current of the seas. Lord, our Lord, how magnificent is your name throughout the earth. So, um, amazed by his goodness. How does God reveal his goodness to us? Well, first of all, I want you to see he reveals his goodness to us because he uses us. The fact that God lets us be a part of his work is a truly amazing thing. If you look in verse 2, uh, he says, From the mouths of infants and nursing babies, you have established a stronghold. Literally, the word is, you've established strength. The Septuagint uh, translates that. You have established or uh, you have prepared praise. Uh, and praise is a strong work of God that he uses to overcome the enemy. 
He says, you've done this on account of your adversaries in order to silence the enemy and the avenger. Now, why does he talk about infants and nursing babies? By the way, did you know both of these words in Hebrew talk about a young baby who is still nursing? Now, I don't know about you, but I've never seen an infant that could come up with a battle strategy against an opposing army. I've not seen too many infants that can say words. If they can say words, it's usually one word, and they're not talking in sentences. Uh, I've never seen an infant that could write a song, that could praise the Lord uh, in, in what they're doing. So what's he talking about here? The mouth of the infants and babies you have ordained praise, or you have established strength, depending on how you translate it. What's he talking about? I think as you look at the greatness of who God is in verse 1, what the psalmist is saying is that's what we are. We're all babes and sucklings. We, we are the helpless little babe who can't do anything in comparison with the greatness and the might and the power of our God. And yet God uses us. I'm weak, and yet God uses. I don't know what to do, and yet God uses me. Uh, I, I don't have a clue sometimes, and yet God uses me. Isn't it an amazing thing that the mighty God would choose to use weak instruments like us to do His work? Um, I remember the first time I got up to preach. I've told you all, you all this story a couple of times. But um, I got up. I, they twisted my arm on, to, to preach on Youth Sunday. I was a freshman in high school. I got up. I spoke for five minutes. I, I took one of my dad's outlines that I liked. I used his outline. I preached for five minutes. I couldn't think of a word else to say. And so I turned it over to the preacher for the invitation. That's a pretty good weakness right there, okay? Some of y'all wish, well, I wish he'd preach some of those five-minute sermons now. You know, so, <laughs> but, but that's where I was, and I thought to myself as I got down, I thought, I am never doing that again. I was embarrassed. Uh, I thought, you know, that is not my thing. Somebody else can do that. That's the way I was. And so God calls me to preach. He says, there's a babe in suckling. I can use him. <laughs> he, I, he's weak enough that I can use him. Not many mighty. Not many noble. Not, not many of, uh, uh, of, a, of a noble birth. But God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And the things which are not to confound the things that are so that no flesh may boast before him. God uses us in our weakness. And what an amazing thing it is. And, and, and the thing about this is, if he can use a babe and a suckling, I'm kind of glad he, he worded it that way, that means he can use me. That means he can use you. Because I bet the, the people I see in this room tonight can speak in sentences, Right? You may, not, you may not write music, but I bet you can speak in sentences. I bet you could sing along with Justin when Justin was up here leading music, right? So you can praise the Lord. 
Uh, you could probably do some things for God. But if God can use the babe and suckling, he, he could use me. Uh, the heavy lifting is God's part. We just get to be involved in what God is doing. And so uh, that, that's uh, a freeing thing because it, I recognize it's not my job to change a human heart. That's God's job. My job is just simply to share. It's not my job to make you into the image of Christ. Okay? That's God's job. My job is simply to share. Right? To fulfill the role that God has given me to fulfill. And God does the heavy lifting. So he uses us. And, and it's, it's his goodness. Uh, I can remember before coming to Christ just having this sense that I had no purpose in my life. And I remember when I came to faith in Jesus, just this, this sense of purpose, I, I thought, you know, I belong to the Lord, and I'm going to let people know about Him, and I'm going to serve Him, and uh, I was brand new to it all, but I was excited. I have a purpose for living. I have an eternal purpose, that, and I can make a difference for eternity because I serve Jesus Christ. And what a privilege and an honor that is to serve the Lord Jesus Christ. God is good to me. I don't deserve to be used. I'm a sinner saved by grace. But God in his mercy and his goodness and his grace uses somebody like me and he uses somebody like you because he's good. Um, someday we're going to receive rewards for the things that we've done. The Bible talks about that in the New Testament. Um, he's going to reward us for the things he's done through us uh, in this life. And so uh, God is just so good to us. So uh, be amazed that he would use you. Moses says, who am I, Lord, that I should go to the Egyptians? Uh, Jeremiah says, Lord, how could I be a spokesman? I'm just a youth. I don't know how to speak. God, how could I serve you? And, and God says, you'll go to the people I tell you to go to. You'll say the things I tell you to say. And do not be dismayed by you, for I'm with you. I'm with you to help you. So he uses us. Be amazed that God would be good enough to use you to make a difference in the life of someone else. So um, amazed by his goodness. How does God reveal his goodness to us? He uses us. Secondly, he remembers us. He remembers us. If you look in verse 4, what is a human being that you remember him? What is man that thou art mindful of him? That's how I memorized it in the King James years ago. Um, have you ever had somebody, maybe you had a teacher recognize you, they had you when you were in elementary school, and they, they see you in the grocery store, and they say, hey, I know you, I had you in my class, or something like that, and, and they remember you. Or maybe you knew somebody famous, maybe you met somebody famous, and they remembered you. Isn't that a neat thing, to be remembered by someone? The God of the universe remembers you. He knows your name. Uh, not only does he know your name, uh, this can be translated a couple of different ways. It says, what is a human being that you remember him? That you are mindful of him. That you're on God's mind. David says elsewhere in the Psalms, he says, Lord, if I were to count your thoughts Toward me, they would outnumber the grains of sand. And when I awake, I'm still with you. 
God has so many thoughts toward us. He, we are on his mind. He's thinking about us during the day. I remember um, when I met Sherry uh, years ago, back when the earth was cooling, uh, and we, uh, we, we began to date and everything. She was on my mind, okay? I'd, I'd be out there at the time I was in the military. I'd be out there uh, driving a truck on the flight line at uh, uh, Dias Air Force Base. Or I um, would be maybe uh, doing some mechanical work or something like that. And I'd think of her and that she'd be on my mind. And throughout the day, several times a day, I would, I'd be thinking about her. Um, God thinks about you in that way. Uh, I, I had my son called us last night and FaceTimed us, and uh, he's taught his little boys how to sing the wheels on the bus go round and round. And uh, they were singing with all their might, but they were getting their whole bodies into it and, you know, had the, the mouths open and they were all excited singing the wheels on the bus go round and round. It's the cutest thing in the world. And I played that thing, I think, four times last night watching them. And then I was thinking about it today, and I smiled, thinking about my grandsons, because I love them. That's how God thinks about you. Isn't that amazing? The God who spoke everything into existence not only knows my name, but he's mindful of me. He's thinking about me throughout, throughout the day. Uh, I'm on his mind. He, he sees when I sit and I rise. He, he, he's aware of all my ways. He knows the words in my mouth before I say them. He remembers me. Uh, how good God is to, to love us and delight in us in that way, despite the fact he is who he is. So, to be amazed by his goodness, how does God reveal his goodness to us? He uses us. Secondly, he remembers us. Thirdly, he cares for us. My translation, verse 4, says, A son of man that you look after him. That's a kind of an interesting word. Uh, that makes me think of babysitting. Would you look after my kids? <laughs> but uh, God looks after uh, us in our daily lives. He is watching. Um, I, in my first church I pastored, uh, there was a, a man there that had a trash business. And his son, was a, he was a teenager, he would, he would ride on the truck with his father. You know, you've seen uh, trash guys holding on to the back of a trash truck before, riding along. Well, one day he, he slipped and he started to kind of fall backwards off the truck and felt something push him back up. Now, as, as a Christian, he believed that maybe it was an angel or something like that pushed him back up on the truck. I had a similar, I had a similar experience. I was driving up Stimmons Expressway in Dallas, uh, uh, getting ready. Sherry and I were going to a movie in, in, in Dallas, and uh, if you know anything about that, that highway, people fly on that highway. <clears throat> uh, and, and I came up over a hill, and traffic was completely stopped. I laid on my brakes, and I remember thinking in my, in my mind, I'm going to hit this guy. There's no way I can stop. And then I thought, well, I'm going to pull into this. There were, between the retaining wall and the car in front of me, there was this space, and I was trying to get into that space. 
and I was going, I was turning, but I don't know if you ever turned and then you try to straighten it up and you continue to move that direction. That's what was happening. And I thought, I'm hitting the wall. And the last second, I felt this kind of like that, and we slid right in perfectly in between the retaining wall and the car uh, that was in front of me. And I looked over at Sherry. I said, did you feel that? And she said, yes. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, th- I don't know if it was an angel. I don't know if it was God just kind of gave, gave the car a little boost. He probably knew we couldn't afford to replace it at that time. So anyway, uh, God cares for our needs. And it's not just on the highway. He cares for us in so many specific ways. Um, there were times when we were, uh, I remember we'd first gone to, to Dallas. I was going to start going to school there. And, um, you know, I had a part-time job and I was going to school and Sherry hadn't found a job yet. And so things were tight. And uh, I remember there would be mysterious checks that would show up in my cubbyhole at church. No explanation. Uh, just money that, or cash. That was, that was put in there for us. And, um, you know, God took care of our needs. And one time I got an unexplained check from the military. I always thought that was really interesting. Uh, 60, I think it was $68. No explanation, but how, boy, how we needed it. And God supplied it at the right time. God cares for our needs. He looks after us. Uh, another way you can translate that Hebrew word is the Son of Man, that you would visit him. It makes me think of um, God visiting uh, people like Elijah or Moses or uh, some of these Old Testament uh, prophets. God would visit them and give them a message. And um, It is amazing that God would visit us. How much more amazing is it that God would set up his residence in a human heart? Know you not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you? That God would visit me, much less they would dwell in me? That blows my mind. That God would want to dwell in me. That God would seek the intimacy with me, the fellowship with me by dwelling within me and comforting me when I'm hurting and lifting me up when I need encouragement, rebuking me when I'm out of line, convicting me of my sin. That God would do that for me is truly amazing. He cares for us. Has our hairs numbered. Um, so, uh, be amazed by His goodness. Despite the greatness of who He is, He uses us. He remembers us. He cares for us, and He honors us. Verses 5 and 6, you made Him a little less than God. Now, the Hebrew word there uh, means, it's the word Elohim. It's a word used uh, many times for God in the Old Testament. Um, it's in the plural, so it could be translated gods with a little g. Uh, in some cases, it is in the, in the Hebrew Bible. But it's also, it, it carries with it the idea of the meaning of mighty. Uh, so sometimes it's translated mighty ones. And it's used in, in a few cases, not real often. It's used for angels to describe the mighty ones that God has created. And the Septuagint actually 
uh, translated it that way, you, you, you made him a little lower than the angels. Uh, if you look in the New Testament, uh, the Old Testament Bible that they generally used um, was often the Septuagint. Uh, and so uh, you made him a little lower than the angels. That's quoted in the New Testament. But a little lower than God, a little lower than the angels, whatever the case here, it's a position of great honor. There's a special dignity to human beings. We're made in the image of God. Um, and the inherent dignity that we have as human beings is increased even more so when we repent and put our trust in Jesus Christ because God adopts us into his very family. Did you know that this is a room full of princes and princesses? Uh, those who have been adopted into the high king's family uh, who reigns in heaven. Uh, we are his people. And he has crowned us with glory and honor. The scripture tells us in Daniel that the righteous will shine like the stars forever and ever. That sounds kind of cool to me. Uh, I don't know what that's going to look like, but it sounds neat. Uh, so, that the glory and the honor, we will reign with Christ. We're told that in Scripture. Uh, we are given a special place of honor, a special place in the plan of God. He says in verse 6, You made him ruler over the works of your hands, and you put everything under his feet. That's what God did in the Garden of, of Eden. He put Adam and Eve over all that, that was on the earth. They had the supreme position. Um, so God honors us, and one day um, we will, again, will rule with Christ. So we have a position of honor. Uh, despite how you may feel, despite uh, what your role is in this life, uh, you in the eyes of God are a person of great dignity, a person of great purpose and a person that he honors and glorifies. Him that honors me, him will I honor. Uh, despite who God is, he honors us. That's amazing to me. Now, the, should I honor him? Absolutely. He's worthy of it. He is so worthy of it, as great as he is. But that he would honor me, being as great as he is, just kind of, blows my mind. But this is what this scripture teaches. This is how much God values us. So be amazed by that goodness and thank God for it and praise God for it. Lord, thank you that you would let me serve you. You'd let me have a role in, in your kingdom. Uh, God, I praise you for, for your goodness and your mercy in using somebody like me. Uh, Lord, thank you uh, for remembering me, for being mindful of me. Lord, I'm amazed that you think of me during the day and that you delight in me. It blows my mind. Thank you for uh, coming to dwell within my heart and for ministering to me your comfort and your assurance and uh, your presence. Uh, thank you, God, for 
caring for my needs, for providing what I need. Lord, I praise you for providing the provision that I've needed at just the moment that I've needed it. I honor you because you honor me. I, I praise your name because even though I'm a sinner deserving of condemnation, you have given your grace, you've given your mercy, and, and now instead of condemnation, I'm receiving honor, and it's all because of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your grace and your mercy. How great you are! How merciful you are! How loving you are! How good you are! Despite who you are and all your greatness, that you would be good to somebody like me. Isn't that amazing? That is the God that we serve. So worship him for his greatness. Be amazed by his, by his greatness. But also, let that greatness be the background for the goodness that God has shown you. And it will just magnify how good God is. Praise God, he doesn't treat me like an ant. Okay? Praise God that he treats me with great dignity and with great honor because I'm his son. And he does the same for you. And this is his heart toward us. Praise his name. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, for being so good to us. And, and, and Lord, for despite the fact that you created all that is, that you're concerned with the daily activities and the specific concerns of our hearts, God, and uh, that you honor us and that you involve us in your work. And Lord, just help us be faithful to serve you and, and to trust you with our lives, God, and to live out um, the lives you've called us to live, Lord, to honor you uh, for all the good things that you've done for us. And Lord, if there's someone here today that doesn't know uh, Jesus Christ, God, I pray that uh, today would be the day that they would repent of their sin and put their trust in Jesus. And, and Lord, that they'd be forgiven and changed and made a new creation in Jesus Christ. And we pray it in his name.